Hello guys, welcome to Sippin' Cosmos. I'm Ashley, your resident spiritual nerd. I'm your skeptic, Lane. And I am right in the middle, I am Sarah. And today, I'm clearly dressed for the occasion. We're gonna be talking about aliens. You wear that every day. <laughs> That's true. I've worn this. That thing in looks my life. it looks broken in. It looks <laughs> like it's it's been seen shown some love. To be honest, I didn't purchase this for myself. Get out. From my friends Lindsay and Lauren got it for me. Thank you. Shout out. It's a fantastic gift. This is how we'll test if they're listening to the podcast or not. That's true. <laughs> This will really anyway, test the friendship. They know me well because they know I'm I'm interested in the subject of aliens. Now, I've put this tinfoil hat on my head. On I've noticed. I've <laughs> noticed it. I hope it stays. That little thing? Because in an ironic way, because I'm labeled as a crazy person because I believe in aliens. And I want to talk about this seriously because... It is stigmatized. It is stigmatized. It's a thing. You can't believe in aliens without having pushback from the lanes of the world, <laughs> the skeptical. Anyway, I want to start off the podcast talking about Bob Lazar because we watched um, a documentary that's on Netflix, another Netflix documentary I'm naming uh, called Area 51 and Bob Lazar. It's on there. Check it out if you're curious about the subject. But essentially, I don't know, Sarah, what were your initial thoughts about okay, the documentary? Wait. This is the second documentary that we watched, right? Yeah. The first one was called what? Phenomenon. Okay. Phenomenon. Okay. So going off of the Bob Lazar documentary, um, my thoughts are this guy... Don't lose your hat over this. It's just my opinion, Ashley. I'm going to lose it. I you, you are. need a better fitting hat. <laughs> well, would you like to make me a nice tinfoil? No. This was hard to do. Actually, it looks great. You look fantastic. <laughs> you pull it off. It looks great. I mean. I like it. Yeah. It is an interesting I wear it with pride. Choice. You do. You look prideful. Anyway, sorry. Go okay. ahead. Yes. Okay. So going off of the Bob Lazar documentary, uh, I feel that this guy seems like a totally normal, down-to-earth, intelligent, mild-mannered man. I have no proof or, um, I guess, inkling that he's lying. Um, but again, to say that I believe the claims that he's making is such a loaded statement because... It's claiming that I believe that these incredible, crazy things that I cannot wrap my brain around happened. What's crazy is <clears throat> I do think Bob Lazar's statements are the most, like, just out there yeah. and concrete of all the statements about UFOs and aliens that have been made by people. Because there are, he's not the only nut out there, let's you know, you just called him a nut. Well, yeah, because that was actually not no, us. Okay, um, I don't think he's a nut, but people think he's a nut. So it's like you want to believe him because the way he talks, he's just such a normal guy. I agree with that. You want to believe him, he's, like you're rooting for. He him. has to be the greatest liar of all time <laughs> if he's actually lying. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he is, 
I'm very skeptical of a lot of the things he says. And what I'm most skeptical about is that the government uh, apparently washed all of his records. Yeah. Yeah. How, how does no one remember this guy going to MIT or Caltech? Well, okay, let's back up a little bit. So for our listeners back and viewers that don't know who Bob Lazar is at all, Bob Lazar is a man that claimed to be um, hired by the U.S. government in the late 1980s to work at a facility called S-4. S-4 is near the air, the famous he Area 51. He describes it as a subsection of Area 51. Exactly. Remember Area 51, Storm Area 51? Yes. I never knew what it was about. That was so stupid. And then Ash- so Ashley funny. told me like a week ago, and I was like, oh. <laughs> that's so funny to me. Like that this whole movement, it was in the news, and it was like I'm Storm sorry, Area anyone 51. Who, anyone who seriously considered going to that is just really stupid. Well, Bob Lazar came out and said, I do not support this movement. Good. First of all, he was like, it's, it wasn't even at Area 51. It was S4, which is a little separated from it. And if they're, like he said, whatever they had there could have been moved by now or, you know, it's no longer active. The uh, investigations mm-hmm. and whatever. So he actually was against the Area 51 storming movement. Let's see them aliens. Whoever started it, like I just want to. Who who created that group? I bet they were reprimanded. I don't know, but then people are like strategizing how they're <laughs> gonna do it, like Naruto running, where you yeah. put your arms behind your back for aerodynamics. I mean, it was crazy. <laughs> what? Just imagine a horde of people running with their arms behind their backs <laughs> and like heads tilted forward, just like trying to be aerodynamic, like animals. I love like okay. like anime characters what, running. What's the point of going so fast though? Like, what's gonna get them? Like to try to dodge the bullets and like the just bullets try to of, like, like the government they can't stop us all. In. Yeah, I love that. There's people that really like supported this and wanted to do this. They were strategizing hardcore. For, people were getting into it. They were making it their life's mission. Because to so breach many... Area Fifty One. <laughs> Oh That's so funny. God. Like, what did they think like they were going to see? Like, you breach Area 51, then what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, then what? What's what do the you th- next What do you think plan, you're going to see? It's like storming the Capitol. Like, then what are you going to What's What's They thought what's they were the going to break into the lab and see the UFOs and the alien bodies. And so, essentially, we didn't finish, but Bob Lazar said he was hired by the government to work at this facility to reverse engineer UFOs that were either crashed or recovered on Earth and basically decipher this technology for the U.S. government to use in their military and, you know, overall. So (laughs) he made a lot of claims. Uh, uh, Initially, he came out as an unknown entity, Dennis. He didn't want to show what he looked like. He made up some name. I wonder why he chose the Dennis. The perfect name. I don't yeah. know. It's the perfect <laughs> it, it like, alter like, ego like, name. Who he always wanted to be. He always <laughs> wanted to be a Dennis. And this was his chance. Seriously. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> I like that for him. He, he, looks, really like, he looks like a Dennis. Imagine yeah, he, he made up the himself. whole thing just to like be like Dennis. Just to be Dennis. Like, he just, <laughs> just to be Dennis. Dennis was my dentist's name. It was a perfect name for a dentist because it's so similar dentist. to dentist. Dennis, Dr. Dent- Dennis, it's like one letter off. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, then he later came out and was and he showed his real true identity. Um, when asked why by reporters, he said for insurance purposes for his life. Basically, he was afraid for his life. 
and he wanted his name publicly known. So if anything happened to him, you'd know. This why. guy needs a past life regression, honestly. <laughs> I just can't stop thinking about the dentist. You know Dennis. what? That's weird that you just said that. Lane. Perfect dentist. Name. So he was good. always going to be a dentist. He was. He was. In... I'm so happy for him. Now Lane didn't watch the documentary, but in it, um, he actually did a hypnosis session with a hypnotherapist. Who? Not into past Lizarre? lives. Yeah. I, I saw this documentary years ago, or like two years ago when it came out. Yeah. Um, he did a session with a hypnotherapist. I don't really remember that. To try to remember some of the details Bob of Lazar the technology. Oh, and he couldn't remember he anything. No, he did. Oh. He did. He what, drew. What did he, what remember? he remember? He drew, remember, he drew a picture that he saw in his mind of the engine or whatever. Yes. And how it worked. I remember now. Yeah, I remember that. And it was vivid. It was like a good drawing. Yeah, it was good. And it it was actually like he drew. He was just drawing what he saw in his mind because it was actually horiz- it was, he drew it vertically, but it was horizontal. So he didn't know what it was until he turned it over and it was right, like a UFO. Right. Oh. So that's kind of interesting that he wasn't just, you know, oh, I'm going to draw like what a, I think a UFO looks like. Why would he draw it vertical? And not horizontal. He's creative. Did, didn't he say like that's <laughs> how they travel? They actually travel vertically. He said that the whatever system powers this vehicle go, moves belly up. The, so it, apparently, it manipulates gravity, mm-hmm. which is what blew his mind originally, right? Yeah. Just like talking I about think this stuff. Someone is... brought him in, like, is one of his first days, and they told him to check out this gravitational machine, and his mind was blown because. They were manipulating gravity, which has obviously never been done before. On yeah. Earth. It's not even possible. I mean, but doesn't it kind of make sense? Like, if you have this vehicle that can travel through space and time across, you know, so much space that we can't even begin to have the technology to do, I feel like it would have to be something like, oh, manipulating gravity. Like, we, like, because that's a never ending source of energy to basically power the yeah it's like if you can manipulate gravity what else can you manipulate it's like what can't you manipulate i mean that's true like what's stopping them from every other force i don't know it would be hard to manipulate it so that it looks like no someone never attended mit or (laughs) caltech so that's the other thing (laughs) it would be hard to do that he addresses (laughs) this he believes like just like he came out like in the public eye for security, he believes that the government was basically trying to discredit him and make him not a credible source of information about their operation, that they're basically going to wipe his existence. He never went to MIT. You can't listen to him. He's a nut, you know? And actually, well, I don't know. You're saying how does no one remember him? No one him? remembers him in the, they, they, from either of those schools that apparently he spent a lot of time They at. interviewed his friends and they said if he wasn't going to MIT, he sure made it look like he was. I dropped him off there. I'm pretty sure he was in Los Alamos and then like moved to California. I don't think he was ever near MIT. So you just think that he made up this complete... Story. I think he made it up to sound. Made up his I think he. I think he might have. Ma- I'm not saying he 100% made it up. Crazier things have happened, but I don't see the government having the ability to completely wash out his entire stay at MIT. I think MIT. you're naive um, about what the government. And can I also, do. I also, um, I don't know. I I just find it far fetched that literally they can't find one person that can. 
uh, tell us for sure that he was there. Right, like a professor. Not one person? Yeah. Not one person? Like, what was he doing at well, MIT how... if no one knows who he was? Right. Like, how many people said He's not that old. He's probably 60 he years went old. There. Right. He would have been there in the 80s, probably. Maybe late 70s. I'm not sure. but Yeah, like, there there has to be more of a record of it. Or, like, a newspaper article that mentions something. him. Or like, a yearbook or something. something. Yeah. And people have, they've gone in and looked you into this. You don't have yearbooks from college? Yes, you do. Yeah, I think there you do. There are yearbooks. There are newspapers. You don't have yearbooks? You don't have picture I day think in it, college? I think it depends, like, what There's some. There's got to be, actually, there's got to be some sort of information that links him to it the school. It was the there's 70s, nothing, man. Nothing in the entire, oh, my God. I can, uh, listen, I can, no. listen Ashley, I, I, I can find photos of my father's summer camp from when he was six years old <laughs> that, online. Well, that's what I was really just about to records. say. Literally, no, that, that's what I was just I, about to I say. I can search it and he's six years old. I, there's photos online. Yeah, like <laughs> there's it, people that have, there's friends of his that have come out and said. And did they go that there? That they went there. His friends and family verified no, 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 the, the information. In the documentary, it says that. I don't know. It, to me, it's like. I think that Bob potentially made up that he went to MIT to make his story more credible. And it's a it's a genius it's a genius concocted lie to say I went to MIT and they washed away the records. It just sounds so good. It makes him sound credible but it also makes it sound like the government is after him. It go it ties into his story perfectly. I just don't think why would they hire him if he didn't have credentials? Are you saying he never worked at S4? You're saying he never worked there. I'm not saying that, but likely not. Likely wow. not. Wow. Is there a wow. record of him working there? No, because the government wiped There's it. There's no record of he anything, described Sarah. Described so he's just There's a record guy. of him working, I believe, somewhere in Los Alamos. I forget exactly where, but it's the only record they of this guy. They verified the company period. that hired him, first period. of all. Period. It was an outside contract company that hired him. They verified that What that I happened. find odd is that a lot of the things that he has talked about are seeming to come out of the woodwork now in real life. What do you mean? So some of these UFOs, that they're, it's like some confirmed. of these sightings, it sounds like the yeah. government, our government is getting ready to disclose let us, information. Let us, yeah, disclose information right. and let us know more about UFOs. Right. So it sounds like he might have some, side, some sort of insider information into what has happened within the confines of Area 51 so and So why S4. would he have that if he didn't work there? It's an interesting I it's an interesting situation. The things that he knew and said that have been verified. They haven't been to, verified, but they've you know, were pointed in in the direction that could show that potentially they're true. Yeah. And like like just for example, he talked about how they were able to have access to the facility was through a hand scanning machine that measured your bones. And Everyone thought he was crazy for saying this in the late 80s or whatever. And they're like, okay, add it to the list of weird shit that Bob has said. And late years later, it came out that the government does use the bone scanning technology. Maybe he was there once or twice. <laughs> for what? Checked out, the, checked out the grounds. They let him in or something. I don't I wanna know. I want to scan your bone. Sorry. I mean. It's just, it came he... to my mind. <laughs> he really There's does... also a theory going around that he did some janitorial work. There. Really? Yeah, I saw that theory that he was potentially a janitor. Like, with, so is he uh, just like the janitor from that movie with <laughs> Ben Affleck? And, and I'm not ready to completely. <laughs> I'm not ready to completely write him off. You know that movie? No. Uh, what is it called? The Good, not the. I think good. I know what you're talking. What's about. What's the movie with Ben Affleck and Matt Damon? You got a laptop? You could look it up. 
What is it? Justin? You can say it. Goodwill hunting. Goodwill hunting. Goodwill hunting. He's the janitor, and he like is the crazy mathematician. Is he? Was he just the janitor at S four? But he's really the scientific genius. Maybe. And he. (laughs) I think he is very intelligent. Obviously, he can tell an amazing tale. Oh my. And, and the way he speaks is very eloquent. He knows his science for the most part. There are also some. You know, I've done some research and a lot of his background, though, on the technology behind some of these alien spacecrafts is kind of crazy. It's out of whack and does not make any sense. He's talking about he's talking about certain elements, talking about certain elements, um, you know, being the impetus for the power for some of these spacecrafts and uh, turning into other elements in ways that are not even possible. Yeah. So they need an element that isn't found on earth to be able to power the vehicle that doesn't mean that doesn't exist actually his Listen, lab has a been lot of, rated a lot, multiple a lot times. of what he said is is hard to believe his lab has been rated multiple times by many different government agencies if he was just some wacko that was some janitor no, that I, didn't have actually access, actually i know that he's been rated but apparently it was for a murder case someone <laughs> someone within the lab was tied to a murder case or something like that and that's why his lab was raided by by secret service by multiple agencies biohazard agencies he could be stretching the truth on who exactly was there so you think he's not only continued lying it's about something he's just all he's connecting all of this to this big i'm just playing devil's advocate and saying there's a lot of holes in his story what's crazy to me is that he's if he is lying he has managed to lie in the first place about this whole thing and make up this like really elaborate lie and then stick to it like glue and remember every little detail and stick to those details for decades now. Yeah. And it's like if he was making this up, don't you think that after decades of this being his life, he'd be like, Listen, guys, I made it up, or, or or something like that, or back down a little bit. He hasn't backed down. This is who well, he is. No, though. that's this what, is his whole wait, life. That's what they said in the documentary, though, is that um, he actually went to trial for like abetting a prostitution ring. That's right. That's that I happened. That. I'm not going to deny that. He did. Apparently, he was providing ho- housing to some prostitutes. It's very um, nice of him. Yeah. I know. Like, yeah. I don't understand why that was, like, bad. <laughs> I literally, they were, they were like, uh, there's, like, a whole court case over it. Like, yeah, he was guilty. But it sounds like he was doing yeah. something good. But he was really up for hard time for that. And they were saying if he was going to come out about lying about who he was, that was the time because he really faced, like, jail right, time. Right, And so it, like, wouldn't be worth lying about lying again about who you are but he said his MIT story he's told the whole story about who he was again stuck to his guns in court in a court of law why was he facing jail time for like providing homes for people that's just what I don't understand yeah I don't know well because prostitution is illegal but like for people I think it's worth it for him because I I think he secretly likes being this alien guy he loves it he loves being the guy who is the 
it's also ruined his life a little bit too. And he admitted it, it that it hasn't said, ruined his life. We're talking about him right now, and people love this guy. He said in the documentary that he's leaning towards wishing that he never came out with the information. And his whole reasoning for coming out with the information was he thought it was a crime against humanity to not release. So this I don't know how he feels personally. It's it seems like what you're saying, like maybe he has regrets, but I think from a grand scope, it seems like he's kind of come out on top. I don't honestly think so. if, he lost if, everything. If I'm being completely honest, if he's telling the truth, if he's not lying, and he decided it's a crime against humanity not to tell everybody about this and just des- decided to take it upon himself to go against the government who was like, this is incredibly like sensitive and dangerous information. This is highly secretive. Do not give this out. And he was like, no, humanity deserves to know and just took it upon himself to tell everybody this against the government's wishes. It's like I kind of I kind of agree with the government in this case. Like that is incredibly dangerous information for everybody to find out. Like our society, who knows what the hell could happen with that stuff completely. There was almost this group of people that stormed Area 51. Yeah. yeah. So like, why did he decide like, no, I know better than you. I'm going to tell everybody. Because they were storming it and they were trying to fight this idea that that citizens don't need to know the truth about our disagree. I disagree, Sarah. I think that citizens should know what's going on and I feel like Bob is if he is telling the truth, he's noble for doing so. Yeah, I think that they should know, but wasn't it the government's plan all along to get, put the information out in small increments as opposed to just putting it all out at once? Like, wasn't that their plan all along? Well, it's been how long? 1947 is, right. is Roswell and, and we still don't have his information? Apparently they Fully wrote into that, that latest COVID bill that there was going to be some sort of disclosure. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I don't know how. put that in yeah. there. It's great. Who was it? Who do you think it was? Bernie? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Bernie is like a UFO disclosure. Really? Person. I feel yeah. like he's so. He probably doesn't give a shit. Doesn't yeah. like believe in that <laughs> stuff true. at all. And he's like, yeah. He's like, I just want college to be free. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's probably like fucking Marjorie Green Taylor, the QAnon girl. <laughs> oh, God. I hope not. <laughs> the government has taken UFOs and the concept of unidentified craft very seriously. And there's been many accounts that haven't been able to be verified of, of what they are. And in fact, actually, this this is, brings me, Joyce, my mom, texted me the other day. She texted, Joyce. <laughs> she texted me a link to a TMZ link. Uh, I guess Marco Rubio was interviewed by TMZ about unidentified craft over our military bases. So, little, little Marco? I'll play it little for Marco? you guys here. People think about space aliens. For me, is there stuff flying over military installations, and no one knows what it is, and it isn't ours. So for me, that's logical. You want to know what it is? I mean, it's common sense, right? If stuff's flying over the top of your most sensitive installations, and it's not ours, and no one knows whose it is, you should find out what it is and tell us. Everyone thinks, you know, we're, we're the smartest out there in the universe, but are the aliens possibly smarter than what we are right now? Is it- uh, well, if they made it all the way here, they probably are, yeah. They're probably <laughs> right. more advanced. If they can get here and we can't get there, that tells you they're more advanced. But I don't know if there are aliens. I don't know if they've ever visited here. So, I mean, I just find it hilarious how he's like, yeah, we don't know what it is. They fly over our military installations and, and we don't you know, know, turn we off don't our know. nukes. But there's stuff flying over. I don't know over. if it's aliens. There's I don't stu- know. 
Listen. But see, that just listen. shows how stigmatized it is. No one wants to be the person that comes out oh, and is okay. like, this is real. This is like. Well, granted, happening. Marco Rubio is not the, the sharpest tool in the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't, he's not, he's not going to be your hero. I hate to break it to he's you. He's not. He's never going to be president either. Mm-mm. But I like that on camera he was like talking about that this is a real thing and we should find out what it is and or disclose that it's happening to everyone, you yeah. know? Yeah. And, um,. I mean, there's a lot of ex-military heads that have come out, like the, of the British uh, government and Mexican government, I believe. Um, that yeah, these things go to our military bases. These UFOs, we can't disarm them. They can't be shut down. They literally shut off the nuclear technology, like the nukes, and then leave in a in a flash. And there's like. There's videos of it. I mean, more and more videos are going to come out from the government with disclosure and everything. But this is like a real thing that's happening and has been happening. And I don't know. I just feel like I feel like this information is going to come out. I would love if we could meet alien life in our lifetime. That would be so sad. And, I feel like it's happening. And just so there's no doubt, I do believe in aliens, obviously. There's definitely life forms out there. Yeah. I'm just not but. sure if they've been to Earth yet. Interesting. Yeah. I think, see, I, I, I love how you're willing to admit there's aliens out there and like an infinity amount of life that could have like developed and be way more advanced than us. Yet it's a possibility. It's not actually. possible that they I know, have reached it, I'm Earth. I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just, yeah, I said I don't believe they have. I think there's an overwhelming amount these videos of evidence that, that they have. Th- these videos that have come out that the government's released though are are very interesting. I have to say, mm. like the Tic Tac video and these What's the these, these video? just this video of this Tic Tac shaped flying object moving in a really strange pattern that just is not typical of anything that would be flying on Earth. Huh that we we know of there are a few videos like that and it's like i think it's the air force basically or the navy or one of the one of those branches there's people like they have videos zeroing in on the the spacecraft and they just can't believe what they're seeing a lot of air pilots and that's in official capacity it's crazy yeah it's so scary and not only aerially aerial anomalies that can't be explained but even ancient artifacts, which mm-hmm. we'll have a whole other episode about ancient alien theory, but there's a whole group of people and archaeologists and that study ancient sites around the world. And basically the theory is that um, we've misinterpreted ancient life as like having a religious context when they talk about the gods and, and things like that that came down and gave them knowledge. And it really was extraterrestrial technology and contact. And it's an interesting. It's an interesting. I notion. wish we could know for sure. I wish we. Could I too. wish we could too. Because right now it's all speculation. It's fun to believe. Yeah. And I could see how you have fun believing it. <laughs> could you imagine though, if like that really is true, and it was just like the aliens that came down, and like for years and years and years, humans have been like fighting and killing each other over religion. Meanwhile, it's just like. Yo, know, it was all just the same story, and we were all wrong. Yeah. I mean, in ancient Indian texts, there's stories about gods coming down in crafts, and they call it like fire chariots and things like that. I drive a fire chariot. I know. (laughs) 
Lane does. He has a red. Yeah. Drive Mustang a red fire there. chariot. My fire chariot. <laughs> and we don't even know how the pyramids in Egypt were built. Nope. We don't even know what they were used for. They weren't yeah. tombs. And there's liquid mercury found in them, which can They're be cool has looking. a mag uh, has a magnetic. They're magnificent. Force. They're magnificent structures built to honor the pharaohs. I don't know. Those were so hard to build. They're they, gorgeous. They, yeah, we and they say they, were built. they say like the way that they got the like bricks or whatever the hell they use the pieces together they're like they, laser cut they fit laser cut and like we don't have the technology or mathematics to make something like that today so how the there hell are they strong do theories that? on how they did build them i'm not exactly entirely you know brushed up on that topic but i remember reading somewhere that it's very likely that they were able to make it happen. Because you read it in a textbook, like no, no. it's like multiple places. I mean, most people believe that those they, were, they were built verified. by Egyptians and the Hebrews, and and not by aliens. Not the pyramids per se, but a lot of the structures at that time. Yeah, but even if even if they were built by humans, like how did they do that? Yeah, how did they do it? And a a lot of creativity people say that there's evidence to support that it was. Like the pyramids specifically were used for some sort of energy. So it created energy somehow. And I think a lot of them are built on like force fields or, or whatever. Maybe I they just the wanted, name of maybe it. Maybe the pharaohs just wanted to force labor and just show like how powerful and mighty they were making these people build this seemingly impossible pyramid shape. But what's crazy is that they would have needed like cranes and stuff. Like, and they didn't, they have, didn't have that. Even they our used, modern they day used like, cranes They used like a pulley system, and it took a lot of strength and a lot of manpower. Do you know how me how heavy one of those blocks are? Very heavy. It took it a lot of people. It, it would have taken like a million years. It took to a build lot of a lot of. It took a lot of slave labor. <laughs> it took a lot of slave labor. Like, like thousands and thousands and thousands. Is Stonehenge years another one of those? Is Stonehenge a mystery as well? I Do we know how believe that got so. Yeah, I don't know. I'm clearly not. Uh, yeah, I need to look more into Stonehenge. Yeah. I'm I'm really Talk into the into pyramids. <laughs> Put that on my to do list. Get more into Stonehenge. Look into Stonehenge. What's going on there? <laughs> Nothing much. <laughs> not, it looks boring as all hell. People go are like, let's Whole go Foods. to Stonehenge, and they look go and they're like, yeah. this fucking sucks. <laughs> it's like you look at the pyramids. It's like my god, the wonder of the world. And then you go to Stonehenge, you're like. I, took like, I could have done that. <laughs> I traveled for three days to see these rocks. Where is it again? Somewhere Ireland? in Ireland. Really? Or England. England. I, I don't know. I think it's in the English right? countryside. I go. We don't even know. Go. I don't care, to be honest. How have they not fallen over? I just don't care about Stonehenge. It doesn't look like secure. I well, hope I hope they fall over. Those were like thousands of pounds too, those rocks. those I don't know how they got there. Yeah, that I, I that's true. I don't know how they did it. I don't know how they were the alien. Is that like when the aliens were in the first level of the video game? They're like, let's just practice building something <laughs> real quick. So they just dropped some rocks on a stone hinge in the tutorial level, and they're they just like, left okay, it there. Okay, I think like, I got it. Yeah, yeah, I think. Let's that's move on to pyramids. Like, okay, so I got the basics of the controls. <laughs> now let's move on to something more complex. Spoken like a true roller coaster type. That's how. That's player. what I'm thinking. Like. <laughs> Hundred percent. Like I don't know if aliens built the pyramids, but we don't know. But how they, they certainly were built. dropped the rocks at Stonehenge. <laughs> That's verified. <laughs> but what's interesting is all of this. <laughs> I mean, yeah, all of this is interesting. 
I want to talk about Roswell, though, because we didn't really touch on Roswell. Sarah, like, didn't know what Area 51 was, and I explained to her that. I didn't know what Roswell was Roswell is a great level in Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Is it really? Amazing. Maybe three. We have a gamer on our hands. I know. I don't. I know. This is. Just throwing it out there. All right. You should stream, bro. Should I Twitch? (laughs) Yeah, you should Twitch. You should Twitch. Maybe I will. Anyway, Roswell, you guys. Okay, Roswell. So I was telling Sarah, Area 51 grew to fame because of, you know, 1947, there was a report of a UFO crash. Now, it's important to note that there were a lot of UFO flying saucers, what they call them, sightings around this time. It was around the end, like World War II. And um, I just find that very interesting because if you're an alien keeping tabs on a less developed planet, wouldn't you, like, if warfare was happening, wouldn't you want to, like, come check out what's happening more? Like, it makes sense that there's an increase in UFO sightings at this time. Anyway, apparently there was a crash in Roswell, New Mexico, and newspapers printed this, like, UFO flying saucer crashed in Roswell. It was printed, put out there. Then the next day, the, you know, military was flown out there. It was very hush-hush. They cleared everything. The next day, they're like, oh, never mind. It was it was a weather balloon. It was a weather balloon. What I, year was this? 1947. I also didn't know what a weather balloon was. Oh, yeah, I still I don't. To, I know. It could have very <laughs> I just, well. I just haven't it, asked. It could have very well been a You're weather like, balloon. like, weather balloon, yeah. <laughs> Could it have not been a weather balloon though? Like, first of all, what is a weather? Like, what is a weather balloon? Anyway, I looked Don't, it up. It's remember like, when that, that sounds like a wet remember balloon. When that, remember when that couple pretended that their like child blew away in a weather balloon? Yeah. And it was on the news, and the weather balloon was like flying across the screen and like they up just, in the air. They said their child was in it. Yeah. And, and it then it crashed, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, the child must have died." And then they, it was a hoax. Yeah. Where was and the they kid? And they went. They ended up going to jail like, for wasting well, the government's money. Where yeah. was the kid? He was at home, like hiding in the attic. Like the, the parents told him to do it, and then like locked in the attic, in like a, a good boy. In an interview, like because they were on all the talk shows, obviously. Yeah. Like one of the kids like spilled the beans. He's like, "Mommy and daddy told me to hide in the attic." Or something. <gasps> Wait, that's when it came out. On... I'm pretty sure that's what happened, and wow. they ended up getting arrested. You see, when you try to convince people to lie for you, it, it always ends up coming out, especially that's, like yes. a four year old. Yeah. Yeah, with kids. Yeah. That's what I also feel like. It's like if you're if you're not telling the truth, it comes out sooner or later. But people can't prove that Bob Lazar's story is not true. Anyway, yeah, they were definitely just trying to get a reality show. That couple. You're gonna get a reality so show dumb. from that. <laughs> Instead, they went to jail to be like you know, the family that had the weather balloon kid, <laughs> the balloon boy. I believe he was called balloon boy. I don't know, it's a bizarre. People are crazy. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> there's people that were there at Roswell that, like, on their deathbed were like, that was not a weather balloon. It was a craft. And that's supposedly what was there as for along with Maybe some they didn't other... know what a weather balloon was either. <laughs> <laughs> Does they kind of really look know? like they could be spacecrafts, some of them. Oh, my God. They're like a piece of... Okay, like, Ashley. Maybe it was a flimsy maybe material. W- maybe it looked like a Could you show me a picture of a weather balloon? In Roswell. Could you show me? Sure. A they had never seen one before. 
That was a UFO to them, a weather balloon. Oh, my God. They knew what... It's like this. It's It's an actual balloon. Yes. It's stupid. It's it's just a balloon. This is a stupid excuse. Yeah. That's a a balloon if I ever did see one. Also, um, Bob Lazar claimed that that was not the only craft there, potentially. There were nine crafts that scientists were studying there, trying to reverse engineer the technology of... And that there's different kinds. And that he also said that um, the seats were made for, like, little kid size. Yes, he said that they were very small. They're very little aliens. And that corroborates a story that we watched in the first documentary. I was just about to say that. So, yeah. So, Ashley and I also watched this other documentary. What was it called, Ashley? Phenomenon. We can't Phenomenon? (laughs) Phenomenon. Was it on Netflix? Because that's apparently what... The government calls UFOs like the phenomenon. Okay, so these it's children... not on Netflix, but oh, okay, you can rent it on uh, on something Amazon. Amazon, okay. So these children in South Africa um, were in school one day, and I guess just was the ship. I think they were at recess or something. Yeah, they were outside. Yeah. And does the spacecraft just land? Yeah, a, apparently a spacecraft just on the outskirts of their school landed. Just landed. And, and the, children... the aliens came out of the spacecraft and like looked the children in the eyes. And that was pretty much it. They just like saw aliens and then like got called back inside after recess. And this whole generation of kids in the 90s in South Africa saw aliens and all had the same exact story and said that they were small, looked like a sixth grader and had these big black eyes and big heads. And they communicated apparently through their eyes, the aliens, that we need to slow down as a society and we're becoming too like industrialized and commercialized and all of that. We're focusing on the wrong things. Our priorities aren't good. That's what the aliens like. That's what these kids claim that the aliens say to them. Said to them telepathically. Yeah. And these kids are like eight, nine years old and they're all saying the same thing. And and it was like some Harvard psychologist came the day after the incident happened and I think interviewed about 60 kids and there were like 100 that saw. that. That's just mind-blowing to me. And then they called them all back years later. All these kids are now like in their early 30s and they all still have the same memories, the same stories and everything. They're sticking to it. To me, that was just the most incredible and most damning thing I've heard. Yeah, the rest of that documentary was kind of boring, to be honest. Yeah, but but like, <laughs> it, to me, it's like if it's these kids, this generation of kids versus Bob Lazar, to me, the story with the kids is more credible just because there's power in number of people. You know what I mean? If you have... If, if a guy gets, sorry to go to a dark place, if a guy gets accused of sexual assault, it's one woman saying it. But then if you have 60 women coming forward, it's like, how can you, you can't argue with that. You know what I mean? There's power in numbers. How and old if, were the kids? They were, they were really young. They must have been like eight or nine. I think they were a couple different ages, but they were very, very young. They were so cute. Yeah. And, and then they, they show them now, like in 2020, 2021, and they're in their early 30s, and they're like, I still remember it. It's a tough one. Yeah. I mean, 
they had a they filmed the interviews of the children like a, a famous Harvard yeah. psychologist once and they filmed it they have it on video and it's incredible to watch I'd love to see that you can yeah. see the kids like they're really sweet and like they because don't seem like they're lying they seem story. very genuine and like they're they just seem telling their emotionally story. affected yeah. by what they saw yeah they're I would like, like to see how they're actually telling the story because I could because kids are also going to be kids like I could right, easily they're not see like, like and then, and then, and then, but I could easily see. No, they were. They I were. could easily see, uh, like a few of them conspiring and saying, "Let's tell this crazy story that's going to make the news." No, I was agree. But I think sixty of them if were like, that were gonna... and they all got together and said, "Guys, we're <laughs> yeah. going to tell this story, no. and this is what it was like." No. But there would have been I think plot holes. If that stuff. were to happen, it would have come out. There would have been plot holes, just like that one balloon boys. Him or like his siblings said, "My mommy and daddy told me to say that to say this." Like. It comes out eventually, especially I mean, with kids. There would have been there would have been one thing. kid that was like, "No, Sarah, they're lying." Sarah, yeah, like, Sarah. "Oh, they made me say it." But yeah, didn't have it. Balloon yeah. Boy was widely, widely televised. There is there's no television, no no. Yeah, no this this didn't get a lot of proof of anything in this story besides these people's. No, besides accounts. their accounts, besides but their truly, accounts. it's just like you can't you can't find a plot hole. At least not that they showed in this documentary, because the, with every documentary, it's like they they're showing you their well, side. Listen, you know? us three can come together and decide to tell a story about seeing an That's alien. That's true. We could and completely make it up and, and yeah, get yeah. But notoriety. if we're just making something up, there's more room for just you know us to not have an answer to a question and and. Kind of it not yeah like you could pick it apart and really be but, like I agree and that's what, what people do that's what they do I'm yeah. asked, like wh- and the fact that they brought them together years later these kids are in what their the, 30s and they're all still telling how the same deep story. is how deep is this story really though it just sounds like it's a pretty simple story of a aircraft landing and, and an alien looking into their eyes and telling them we're, that's, we're going too yeah, fast that's pretty much there's all they nothing, said. there's no depth to it at all. They yeah. were dancing around on the logs. They were. The t- teacher said, I think. Did the teacher see it too? I don't. I feel I, like I no teacher know. saw it. I wish the teacher saw it. I well, actually, too. the headmistress yes, didn't believe this. the children when they said it. And she was like, she didn't believe it. And then years later, when they interviewed the adult children, um, she apologized and said, I'm sorry I didn't believe the story. I do believe that on her deathbed the they're gonna go up and be like, <laughs> "We were lying." <laughs> gotcha, bitch. <laughs> that would be really funny if, like, on Bob Lazar's like deathbed, he's that's just for like, giving me an F. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> bitch. Surprise, <Yeah>. bitch. <laughs> oh man, you've just been Lazar. <laughs> You failed the wrong student. It's like a fifty-year punked episode. <laughs> it's like. Ashton's there. Ashton comes out. He's like, (laughs) started before Ashton Ashton. was even born. Ashton comes out. But he joined in. He joined in. These children from South Africa punk this shit out of you. (laughs) How do you feel? We got you. I just think it's cool that they took it so seriously, the kids in South Africa, that a Harvard, like a renowned Harvard psychologist came, interviewed them, got it all, like recorded it. I mean- a psychologist. That documentary was so dense and dull and just like really hard to get through. I'm not going to It was lie. like watching a war documentary. It was rough. Like... And I felt bad because Ashley really wanted to watch it. And I was like, yeah, that sounds cool. And then well, we <laughs> started about five minutes in. I was like, oh, because... this is going to be rough. <laughs> so guys, don't, don't watch, watch. No, don't I fast forwarded through some don't of it. Watch, Truly, it's at the very end. It's like the last 
segment they of found, the like, documentary. They threw in and the African story at the end. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't open with this. It's like they must have lost so many viewers before. Maybe this they realized part came their story on. wasn't strong enough, and they needed something to throw it over the edge. But why wouldn't they? Put it the wasn't that it wasn't part? strong. It was just boring. It really was boring. Like it, yeah. it was like well, it was like a documentary that you watch in like school yeah. when you have a substitute teacher. Exactly. And I thought it was going to be good because the director of it was on the Logan Paul the Impulsive podcast and was actually really interesting to listen to. Um <laughs> turns out his film a little less interesting. I knew that you were bored when you started like fast forwarding <laughs> through some parts, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, okay, she she feels it too." You're like the crazy alien girls fast forwarding. Yeah. Well, a lot of that was like information I've already like learned. You were like, "All right, okay, no, let's get through the. All right, this looks slightly like, more interesting." <laughs> we're like Roswell UFO files, like military. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Let's get to the African children. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, poor uh, Sean. Lane's brother Sean was with us, and he was dying. <laughs> he was <laughs> not happy to watch it. And then we watched Night at the Museum. Yeah, and saved the, the day. Muse- museum. Was, the museum. Did I okay. say? <laughs> Everyone out there, please let me know if anyone else says museum the way Ashley says museum. Did I say it again? She goes museum. Do you always say it like that? Museum. Museum. I don't hear goes, how I'm night, saying it. Night at the museum. I think, I think I'm saying museum. You're not, though. But <laughs> It kind of sounds like night you're merging the, the two syllables. She goes, museum. <laughs> yeah, museum. I'm not, I'm not, I don't mean to be pretentious. It's, it's just, like a, that's a very pretentious way of saying it. I don't mean to be it. British. I, I just <laughs> am. It's a pretentious way of saying it. Museum. Museum. I really. Ashley, you're from Long Island, New York. Yeah, that's how I learned and, and how to listen, say the word. No, no, they don't say museum out there. They Maybe say museum. Some Long Islanders do, apparently. All, except museum. for you, I guess. There are a lot of interesting alien documentaries out there. There are some pretty wacky ones. Um, there is one about alien implants and abductions. I was going to ask you about this topic. Yeah, so there is one. I believe it's on Netflix as well. Um, I could be wrong. <laughs> I'll I'll link it below. Um, it's about people that claim to be abducted, have experiments done on them, and implanted with something. And a lot of the times, they weren't aware of the implant until they had pain. Um, and upon getting an X-ray, there's there's a doctor that actually he's a surgeon takes these little implants out of people and studies them. And they're little tiny, like, magnetic. They have a magnetic uh, property to it. Magnetic force? Yeah. It's, like, not elements that we have on Earth that this thing is, like, made out of that he says, supposedly. And they're tiny, tiny little Why is implants. it always they one doctor maybe... who's doing it? Why, are, why isn't there, like, a because bunch of doctors? Because do you think there's a lot of alien this? implant doctors out there, but, people willing but to if do this? this is such hard a, to get doctors to agree to this. If this yeah. is such a thing, then why aren't there more? Why is there one crazy guy always? I think he had one person come to him with this once, and he was like, okay, I'll so see someone what it shoved, is. So someone think... shoved, like, a USD card up their ass. and like. <laughs> has has US, anyone tried that? I don't know. I think a lot of doctors are just afraid because they know it's just going to tarnish their reputation because there is, like Ashley said, there's such a stigma around all this stuff. So they think they're just going to get immediately labeled as crazy. You're immediately just 
not a credible person yeah yeah and I think if you're someone who has a medical degree you know you're already fighting so hard to to keep your standing you know you want to be maybe they get bored they're like you know what doctor was not the right path for me oh he died you guys his name was roger lear and he was a surgeon he died in 2014 but basically he investigated alien implants that's just wild I think when it's your livelihood, your credibility, as opposed to someone like the three of us to say, like, I believe in aliens, I believe in all this stuff, it's not going to make or break our lives. Whereas somebody who is an actual doctor, if they're really dedicating time to this, it's like, oh, he's a wacko, you know? Yeah. Well, maybe he just wanted to, like, help people. Like, he, he found this one implant on someone and he was like, this is weird. And then he became really interested in the subject, wanted like became kind of obsessed with finding out what it is. And then more and more people just ended up going to this guy because he's accepting it as like a real thing. Yeah. He wrote a book in 1999 uh, called The Aliens and the Scalpel, describing his implant surgery. He wrote another book called Casebook Alien Implants in 2000. I mean, do aliens get implants? They get like, a like breast fa- implants, like fake boobs. Yeah. yeah, that'd be so funny. To I see, wonder what like, like a hot like, guys, alien we've never implanted like. anyone on yeah. Earth, but we've got sick implants on our planet as well. Like, what's like ugly to them? What's attractive? Oh, well, I think big Definitely. heads are really attractive. <laughs> the bigger, big the, the bigger the head, the bigger the head, the better. Uh, see, that to me is the most hard to believe about all of these accounts that people talk about that they actually do look like this, the the aliens that's on Ashley's pajamas right now. They're just like the big, huge heads with the big eyes, like green skin, like typical cartoon looking alien. That's what these people actually say that they look like. Like that to me is so. Wow. Let me break it. Unbelievable. Oh, Ashley, down. please, please enlighten us. I please don't do. know about the green skin thing. Okay, I don't know. A lot of people say that they're, it's gray skin. They're mm-hmm. called the gray aliens. Um, but it makes sense that as we evolve as a species to become more intelligent and adapted to survive, that we would become smaller because healthier bodies are usually smaller, yeah. more compact, that and you live sense. longer. And your head and your brain would get larger as we become more intelligent. So and Why are humans getting it, bigger? Like humans years ago were were a lot shorter. Just think about the NBA. Like think about like <laughs> basketball. Like forty years ago, You're fifty right. years ago, He's everyone right. was shorter. Yeah, but maybe we're becoming less healthy with all the shit that's in our food and everything, and we're at, maybe so we're you know do a we're actually going and get smaller all of a sudden. Well, I think if we all eat organic and. <laughs> If we all are, eat organic, you will not grow. If, if we, we all ate our vegetables, we'll then we'd get smaller. smaller. Well, it, but that is a thing, though. Shorter people live longer. So it's like, that as is a we, thing. But, like, why would we get taller? I'm talking about long, super long term. I think game whatever the, these beings are have, know, have, no, have no lineage to humans. So they would have developed mm-hmm. uniquely yeah, on right. their own planet. I agree. Yeah. So maybe agree. on their planet. They evolved to become small, or they were or they always were, small. They were always maybe they were minuscule. Maybe yeah. they were like the size of an ant and grew up to be much bigger, like the size. I, I just cannot believe that they actually would look like the typical stereotypical 
alien that we I find see. that hard well, to believe as well. Somewhere. Right? It came from somewhere. I would I'd accept that they look like anything but that. I think they would I think they probably look unfathomable. Well, I think that there's multiple species of aliens. Now, maybe well, they'd have to take a, maybe they'd have to take a new form that we'd be familiar with. Ashley, Haven't you ever seen Star Trek? There's many different kinds of aliens. Star Trek sucks. Ashley, I actually haven't watched Ashley, Star Trek. I've never seen but it. I like Star Wars. I haven't seen it. Star Wars is great. Ashley thinks that I'm a reptilian, actually. Because your eyes look like snakes sometimes. I don't actually think you're a reptilian. I don't know about that. Sometimes the reptilian elite. I'm like, blink twice if you're not a reptilian. (laughs) And then my my second eyelids come out. (laughs) And he's like... (laughs) I'm not denying that I'm a reptilian. I don't know. There's a whole conspiracy theory about how... Politicians are reptilians. I don't believe that stuff. But there are, I do kind of believe, there's a group of people that are very spiritual that believe that they can communicate with aliens called the Pleiadians. And they're from the Pleiades constellation, which um, it's within the constellation of Orion, I believe. Um, It's a species of aliens that are, are supposedly tall Scandinavian looking, have like, you know, pale skin. Sarah's like, sign me up. And (laughs) this sounds beautiful. There's a dude on YouTube that literally, like, talks about this. Like, he's like, you know, the Pleiadians are, they're telling me, like, people think, so there's, there's a group of people that believe that they can connect to other extraterrestrial people telepathically through meditation. So, It's like if you meditate enough and you get on a different vibrational level and you are so like, um, what's the word, enlightened, you can communicate telepathically with, let's say, like the Pleiadian aliens. Okay, let's move along. I feel like that's ridiculous. There's there's a big group of people that believe this. And there's a guy on YouTube. Let me find Well, it. I've been meditating for about um, four months now. And you haven't talked to the Pleiadians? I ha- not yet. <laughs> um, I still have a little bit of work to do, but I'll keep you posted. I don't know. It, it's in the meditation spirituality world. It's like a it's like it's just like a known thing that you can like get to different vibrational fields and communicate. I don't it's know about aliens, but <laughs> I don't know. There's just uh, there really isn't much to say about the abductions, except that thousands of people report being abducted. Thousands. Yeah, I don't believe Every year. that anyone's been abducted. I just I don't Agreed. buy that. Yeah. Maybe they dreamt it. But where did they get these implants? These physical implants in their I don't, body? I don't know anything about that. I I would have to like see and read about it but yeah i don't know about that is it possible that this doctor faked the implants like they went to this doctor because they felt like they were abducted right and, and they go and like he like pulls a fake implant yeah out. like can any surgeon say that they found something in you like i've had surgery if my doctor said to me look at what i found inside your body 
I'd have to believe him because he's the only person that's been. Well, yeah, but these people go to the guy already with exactly. pain and like. Exactly. They go with pain and then he comes. And he's like, I've solved no, it. There's you, an implant. You see the implant in the x-ray before he does surgery. Yeah, he's got fake x-rays. Oh, my God. Yeah, he could make fake x-rays. But <laughs> he could. It's so easy. He could. It's so easy to doctor this right. stuff. Isn't, yeah. that, isn't that more believable than an, an alien I implant, don't know. Ashley? I don't know. I don't does know. Does he fix their pain? Yeah, they, yeah. Are you after, sure? Yeah. Think about the physical Earth. I, I'm pretty. Isn't sure. it more possible that someone could doctor an X-ray than an <laughs> alien coming from outer space and abducting someone and implanting them with a foreign material? I don't know. They do say there's a missing link in our evolution, in our like you know Neanderthals, and then it's like Homo sapiens, Homo sapiens, and there does seem to be a missing link. And elongated skulls have been recovered around the Earth in excavations. And, um, like, there's been really weird shit found on our Earth that is actually verifiably not human. There was a little, um, a little tiny skeleton, like, this big, found in the desert. It was studied by, uh, Princeton, I believe. They studied by it. Prince Harry. But it was humanoid. It looked human, but it was, like, tiny. Chupacabra. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty nice. Yeah, and s- full big skulls with with elongated skulls, like big bulbous oh. skulls, have been found on Earth. Oh. And it's like some of them have been verified as like tribes in Africa where they actually mutilate their their skull to to look like that. They like tie things around it, and it eventually grows in that shape. But there are some skulls that um, have a different. Um, it's like a line in our skull that we have. I, I forget the name of it, but they have a different one of those, and it's not human. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. I mean, there's so many mysteries. There's so many mysteries um, that have been found on Earth, and like, I, I don't know about these people's implant experiences or abduction experiences. I think it's possible they dreamt it, and it felt really real. Um, there's people that claim to be like, you know, to parent a hybrid alien child. I mean, the, the cr- there's crazy, crazy things out there. Um, can we prove it? No. No. Uh, <laughs> At least not unless yet. these Big aliens fat, no. come down and they're like, yep, we did the implants and we did... The tests with the hybrid alien babies. Um, I would love it. They just <laughs> held a fucking press conference and sorted everything out. Like a nice press just... conference at the White House. If the aliens did it? Yeah, they came down. <laughs> yeah. The aliens came that's down. They're just like standing next that's to President Biden. They're like, they're like, we'll answer any questions you have. <laughs> Shoot. I love that. That's all The pyramids, I want. yeah, it was us. It was, it was us. us. It was actually, it was my friend Don. He's good, right? Don. He's good. Don masterminded this entire pyramid project. He's in our Hall of Fame. I want to like fall in love with an alien. It's like Ooh. meet my alien soulmate. I had an idea for a script for that. It was like Twilight in space, and it was like human alien love story. Should we write it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's hot. <laughs> Intergalactic. I feel like that would be. I guess that is kind of like. Is there a movie that's already Star about? Wars? No, I don't know. I don't know. No, there isn't like twilight like young adult love story in space right 
I Wasn't there like so. an alien girl know. who like came down? Like, is it Xenon or something? Xenon Z3? 21st Into the Zebra Girl? Disney yeah, movie? I, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I loved that. I loved that. That's great. But they predicted iPads and iPhones. Mm. They did. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It makes sense. It Very made impressive. sense. It wasn't totally uh, ridiculous. I but hope. still, <laughs> it was everyone was carrying this little like tablet. And where they could like FaceTime each other. Mm, you're right. Come on. They were FaceTiming they and were we thought it was so cool. Yeah. It I actually rewatched it recently. Wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't that good. It's kind of like Disney when we Plus came like, out and I was like, oh, I'm gonna watch Xenon Twenty First Century Girl and it sucked. I think I watched it with you. <laughs> yeah. It's kinda Hor- like when we watched movie. It's like when we watched Spice World. <laughs> yeah. Which I gotta say, terrible. Just the, a terrible, the terrible one movie, movie that does age well. That's in that genre. And there's aliens in is, it. Yeah, is Good Burger. Mm. I gotta watch Good Burger. I absolutely adore Good Burger. I don't think I've seen it since it was in theaters. I'll agree with you. It it still holds it up. It Still slaps. Good Burger still slaps. <laughs> <laughs> As the kids say. Do we want to touch it? on anything else? I or? think we're gonna do another alien episode. We're gonna anyway, do another right? alien Probably episode. A, there's a more focused one on some certain. There's topics. plenty more to discuss. Yeah. And this is like an introductory. Um, yeah. Yeah. This is intro to aliens 101. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a college course. It really does. Intro to aliens. Yeah. Intro to aliens. Cosmotology. Cosmetology. I feel like we didn't really come to a conclusion about Bob Lazar. I mean, that's asking a lot. There is no conclusion that yeah, can be made. There's no conclusion. I think he's likely stretching the truth. I I I found him to be very believable in the documentary. But then again, you just never know. One thing is certain, like I said, if he is lying, he's an incredible bold-faced liar. Yeah. Because he concocts details that seem like they couldn't possibly be fabricated. There's... And he remembers them for decades. Like but... if I tell one little white lie, I'm like, I can't remember it. And, and like, that's how I get myself into trouble. And then someone asks you like details and stuff and it's like, uh, uh, like... But he's had decades to really shore up this story and come up with every single fine detail yeah. that he possibly can. I... Yeah. But he's been living in the desert, living his life exactly. like by himself. All he's been doing is no, coming he, up with this he's story. He's not to me, doing lying. This for doesn't f- work like that. He, I feel I don't, like I really don't think he did this for the notoriety and the fame. I think of if, being I spent, the alien if I spent if I spent twenty really years don't. coming up with a story, I'd be a pro in that story. Yeah, but when he first came out with it in the nineteen eighties, eighties, he didn't have decades to to go over it. And he was very convincing in, in his convictions about it. He did. He seemed like an open book. And he seemed like just like a sweet guy. Like, he, he, I don't know. I, I really want to believe him. I really, really I want to believe him, too, just because to say I don't believe him seems like I'm saying I don't believe this nice, kind, honest man. Uh, but to say that I do believe him is to say I believe this just like unfathomable story i feel like it's not that unfathomable though i just feel like you know the footage is going to be released we already have ufo footage we already have some stuff if you research it 
to me, it's enough. Like I, I, I believe that aliens have visited us for thousands of years, (laughs) but like the general public hasn't looked into it and doesn't care and labels it as impossible. So I just think like with these new bills, like this new one that's going to be passed and more and more that are going to come out, disclosure will happen and it'll soon be a widely accepted notion. I guess we'll find out. I'm excited to see. The fact that there's a bill about it at all means that there it, there's some credibility to it. Yeah. At least to me. Yeah. I think what we find might be underwhelming what they release. It might be things like Well, they like, always okay, release that, like but... the boring stuff. Exactly. Like, right. So Whatever. we'll see we'll see what's actually the They haven't but... released it yet, right? No. No, nothing really besides the UFO videos that are like confirmed UFO videos uh-huh. that the government has labeled as unidentified flying objects. Okay. Nothing but else. I think it's important to note that our generation and newer generations though are willing to hear this information in a way that past generations haven't. Like the Area 51 thing. The, the you know, there's a whole group of credible people working on disclosure in the government. There's, you know, we're we're ready for the information. Like we we want it. So, Bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think we'll just leave it at that. And uh, we thank you for listening and watching today. This has been Sipping Cosmos. Thank you very much. Until next time. <laughs>